And hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday night again. Later on in the program, Nevada Tiger coach Sean Gray, head wrestling coach uh, David Hawks as well. But right now we talk girls basketball. Nevada Lady Tiger head basketball coach Blake Howarth. Lady Tigers with an active few days. Uh, played on Monday and Tuesday this week. Also last Thursday, all of them in Big 8 West uh, matchups. Nevada now 2-1 and one in conference play after those three games that were played. And uh, Blake, we'll just kind of take these in chronological order. But actually, before we do that, let's kind of talk an overview. I mean, you go two and one uh, over those last three games, but uh, certainly a disappointing loss last night. And uh, you know, even though you go two and one the last three ball games, I know that uh, that one eats in your. We're going to break it down here in a minute, but uh, you feel like probably should be three and zero. Oh, but uh, you know, things are what they are, and end result is you still go two and one over the last week. Yeah, and I mean, that's the good thing with our group is how hard they play and they showed that again last night uh definitely a, a tough one to lose uh just for the fact you know being lamar that that rivalry between lamar and nevada um but then also a conference game and <clears throat> you know the the going on that 14-0 uh the last couple of years but um you know it's it's still sitting there uh kind of lingering around in the back of my mind but uh we can't dwell on that too much it's you know, we got more basketball to play, and there's still an opportunity for us to possibly uh, be conference champs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we got to we got to learn from our mistakes last night and, and get those uh, dry spells when we when we go on those dry spells during quarters uh, during games in the quarters, and then uh, I think we'll be all right the rest of the way. Well, let's go back and uh, start it off with uh, the game you played against Modnet uh, this past Thursday, a, a program that certainly is struggling to try to rebuild itself. Uh, uh, Six-point game at half, but a strong third quarter for your Lady Tigers and uh, end up winning it by 20. So uh, talk about uh, how that game progressed and what propelled you in that second half. Uh, we started out the way we wanted to, and then um, in the second quarter, we definitely – started missing shots again and we're kind of starting to see uh that on a on a you know each game and a quarter basis there and so uh you know the first half the first quarter we were we were pleased with uh you know we applied some pressure got some transition points which you know plays into our hands and what we want to what we want to do and get better at definitely but uh we let we let monad zone um stall us out I guess you could say in the second quarter, um, and we still got good shots. They just weren't falling, and so when they weren't falling, we need to start stop. Or we need to start looking to penetrate and stop sitting back on the perimeter and waiting and hoping. You know, we can catch and shoot, and they're going to go in. And you know, it almost turns into uh, you know throwing up a prayer, basically, uh, is what a lot of people are saying uh, whenever you miss consecutive you know shots from the perimeter, and so. Uh, we got to stop doing that and start looking to attack and and find the open person you know either in the corner on the block or on the on the uh, perimeter and have our feet set ready to shoot um, there in the second quarter. But made some adjustments at halftime, talked it through, came back out, and you know we t- we took our time we were patient on the offensive end to start the third quarter uh and got those open looks and then you know we came out at a halftime too talking about what kind of shots we're looking for girls came on the floor started started shooting those shots that we talked about and so um you know knocking them down at halftime and then coming out and trying to uh build off their rhythm but uh you know our girls came out and continued to compete and play hard and and that's what we look for 
Well, and certainly part of that, uh, the acceleration also certainly has to go to, to Ty Hathman, 17 points in the game, but the, the big majority of those, uh, uh, in fact, uh, 11 of them coming in that third quarter. Yeah, and, and once again, I mean, Ty's just doing great things for us, and you see it right there uh, in the second half that she played, and that was something else, you know, too, that in the first half, uh, we, we moved her inside, just hoping to get her a touch to create, but then also, you know, put her around the free throw line where she's really good at, and, uh, you know, Modnet, they did a good job of, of keeping, you know, somebody around her, so we weren't able to enter it, enter it. but then going back to our, our starting five and moving Bailey back inside and and putting Ty on the perimeter um, definitely put it, you know, that game in our hands in the third quarter. And then Monette went to a man there late in the in the third and start the fourth quarter. And our girls, you know, they they're just they were better than Monette, and so we took care of business whenever they went to the man. Nevada gained the victory at Monette, uh, so they start off uh, Big A West Division play at one and zero on the on the year, and uh, had things rolling. Of course, a number of wins now in succession, and, and that included uh, and continued, I should say, on Monday night when Nevada was at home to take on the Lady Patriots of East Newton. Uh, Nevada with a fifty nine to twenty eight victory, but again, here again, a game that was fairly close at halftime. That uh, and then twenty one six in the third quarter. Uh, it didn't pan out last time, but at least you had you had a bit of a run going where the third quarter was kind of your period. Yeah, and I mean, we saw just a little bit of it, you know, even last night against mm-hmm. Lamar. But, you know, Monday night, once again, we didn't start shooting the ball well, but they're, they're still good shots. I mean, the, the thing that plays back in my mind was uh, towards the end of the first quarter against East Newton, and we ran an inbounds play to Claire Swearingen in the corner, shot, wide open, shot, missed, got our offensive rebound wide open in the short corner, shot, missed, got her. And so, <laughs> I mean, it's just stuff like that. I mean, our girls are still playing hard. They're still pulling offensive rebounds and giving us second chances, third chances, but the shots aren't falling. And so, I mean, we we got to try to figure that out in practice and try to make game-like shots as, as much as we can in practice to resemble that so that way when we get in games, you know, maybe we're not completely out of sync. We're used to that. And it, we've done a good job of that in practice. I feel like, like I said, over Christmas break, what you're seeing on our, our dry spells, that wasn't happening during Christmas break. And, and I mean, we even talked about it as coaches while our shooting's still there. Mm-hmm. And, and that was nice to know and thinking, okay, going into the second half of the season – we're, we're good. And so to, to start games like Monette and East Newton and, you know, that, that second quarter against Lamar where we do get in a slump a little bit, it's just like, oh, come on, like, <laughs> please just go in. And like I said, throwing up a prayer. But uh, our girls continue to battle. And so to start uh, the way we did against East Newton, definitely frustrating. But our girls – you know, that they bear down and, and they get it done on the defensive end. And then we were able to jump in a press and get some transition points to uh, to get a lead there to end the first half and then to come out once again, made adjustments, talked about the things that we need to do, and then took care of the basketball and, and once again sparked that third quarter to uh, pull away there for a little bit and then uh, definitely extended in the fourth quarter again against East Newton. And a good balance scoring with, again, Hethman leading away with 15 points. But this time around, unlike the, the Monette game, got a couple of other double-digit scores with uh, Clarice Warrington with 14, Maddie Majors uh, uh, 11 in that game, but you also come up with seven trays. Uh, in the contest, Clara had three of them, but uh, uh, probably uh, good to see a good shooting night out of your ball club win for 59 points. Yeah, and I mean, you know, for Clara to knock down shots and the the points to be spread out like they did, that's what I know our team's capable of. 
And, you know, so we, when we do go through these dry spells, that's what's frustrating about it is because of the talent potential that we do have and you see glimpses of it. And so, um, you know, that from Monday night was really nice to see. Um, but also it, it's nice to see Clara and Maddie and Kirsten and those underclassmen that are needing game time experience kind of start to settle in a little bit. I mean, you know, Maddie Majors and Kirsten Buck, Clara, um, Abby Hethman still improving. And so when we have gotten games and in good games, even last night against Lamar, that's what we need. And, and you know, and so that's what we, we need to get better, but then also that's what we need in order to compete and, and try to carry on the legacy that's that's been in our program for the last few years. Wimpa Nevada at six and four, two and zero in conference play. Again, their fourteenth win and uh, since rejoining the Big A West Division uh, back in two thousand eighteen nineteen, had won five in a row going into the game against Lamar last night. And uh, decent start for Nevada, and, and uh, but uh, Lamar just kind of built momentum uh, as the night went on, and uh, they end up with a forty seven forty four victory over Nevada and. Uh, uh, we mentioned you mentioned that uh, yeah you, you were down uh, by eight at half but uh, come out a strong start to the third quarter so you think okay here we go gonna get this thing cranked up a little bit third quarter is Nevada's quarter and then all of a sudden it just kind of turned real quickly and uh, it was I'm sure it was a frustrating game in a lot of ways because you got the game when you were behind you got the game tied three times in the second half just could never get that lead and I felt like if you got ever got the lead you might be able to run with it just could never get there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last night, just trying to get over that hump and never could. Our girls did a lot of good things last night. And, I mean, we could have easily shied away in the second quarter when Lamar went on their run, but we didn't. You know, we continued to play and battle and then came out in the second half ready to battle. But it seemed like, you know, our girls did a lot of good things, but it just it never seemed like it was for long periods of time. It was just spurts here and there. Or it seemed like once we did get momentum, there was a foul issue. Or, you know, the, the score operator errors, the score was wrong. And it's just like, it's, I mean, it seemed like it was just always something. And, you know, we can say that, like, that could be an excuse. Yeah, it but was a tough night. Yeah, and it, was just like, and it was just like, come on. I mean, but, you know, it, our girls continue to play. And that's what we want. We want to, to, to compete. And, you know, sometimes things might not go in our, our, our favor, and last night was one of those. But uh, we continued to battle. We got a last-second shot, which we always talk about. And, we you know, we, we got last-second shots to end quarters, too. Um, you know, just a couple things going back and forth, thinking, what else could I do to, to put our girls in better situations? And, you know, I'm, I'm still scratching my head on mm-hmm. it because, you know, we could we could have tried in the second quarter to apply a press and try to get some transition points. But then we could also give up layups and Lamar extend their lead. We had a couple girls in foul trouble. Did we put, the, you know, them in more jeopardy of getting, you know, another one or, you know, so there's so many what ifs mm-hmm. and, you know, like I said, though you can't you can't dwell on it, can't look uh, too far into it. We got a lot of basketball still to play, and something to take from this and and get better on for the remainder of our season. You know, Lamar Lamar was two and nine for a reason going into that game. I mean, I've obviously, they obviously had struggled, but uh, they didn't look like they didn't look like a two and nine team last night. No, everything, and, and I've talked to a couple people uh, last night and today, and uh, that's what they said too. You know, and, and I said that before the game in our pregame. Lamar's record doesn't show what potential they have and how much they've actually gotten better, um, you know. And, and so they came out, and everything that was 
you know, it hadn't been going in Lamar's way. It did last night. Uh, watching some of their players knock down shots, some of the girls that have been struggling from the free throw line step in and, and knock down mm-hmm. shots. And, you know, it's just tough. It's just one of those nights for them. And, uh, you know, they played well. And, our, you know, our girls still didn't shy away, though. Our girls continued to battle. Uh, someone that stands out to me was our inside play. Uh, you know, Abby Hethman did a great job of taking away the lob. They did. They were able to get in a couple times, but not as much as we've seen in the in the previous games. Bailey Ost, under she was a, she was a rebounding machine, undersized, <laughs> all around height, weight, everything, and she's not she's not intimidated. And so to watch her battle the way that she does, I mean, she's hitting the floor, she's hitting boards, she's all over the place, and so that's good stuff for us. And whenever she does that, you know, we got when we get second opportunities, we can't be in such a hurry to throw up another shot. We need to get reorganized and run a good set play for us and get a high quality shot out of it. Tyler Hathman, twenty two points last night. Obviously, a big nine for her, uh, especially did well at the free throw line, six of eight from the line, but. Great night for her, 22 points. Kudos to her, but she just needed more help last night. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about it too. There's a there's certain numbers of points per game that I see some of our girls having. And to have that inconsistency from some of our players, um, you know, it, I know they're frustrated with it because of, of the potential they, they know that they have. And so when we're not hitting those those numbers that we can we can see our players being able to reach, um, it, it puts us in situations like last night. Uh, one, you know, Ty's got to look to score more, but then also, uh, you know, if if you're not knocking down shots, some of our girls they don't want to shoot anymore, or they don't want to attack, and and we can't have that mindset on offense. We got to continue to create for our teammates or get to the free throw line and try to find that shooting rhythm so that way when we step out you know off the free throw line we have it and and we're in sync and able to catch and shoot but you know those girls that are missing some shots and are frustrated with their shooting they're still playing defense Mm -hmm. and so there's a reason why they're on the floor but once again you know Claire Swearingen she got in foul trouble early had to set her um, I mean, we could even throw her, throw her back in, but with three fouls, you know, at what cost? And so uh, there's there's a couple different things that's, that's played out in my head, but definitely the shooting is the one that we need to focus on. And and we just got to continue to practice, continue to get, get shots up during, you know, before, during, and after practice. One of the things you talked about on postgame uh, last night, and it was certainly true, is a Lamar probably had a little bit too easy access inside on dribble penetration uh, last night. He had a hard time stopping that. Yeah, and, and that's something we talked about before the game. Um, we had a scout talk, I guess, you know, when the JV was playing. We went in, but we weren't able to walk through it during practice. And so I always like to go one game at a time. And so to play back-to-back games, Monday and Tuesday night, East Newton, uh, Monday and Lamar, you know, last night, it, it's tough to really go over in depth and and make them understand because during our practice, what we do with the scout is we say, okay, they're going to run this and then we run it live against them. And so that way they see, understand, are able to run through it. We didn't have that opportunity last night. And so to watch the, the white girl and the Adams girl just put their head down and go, I mean, we weren't able to simulate that in practice because we weren't able to go over it. But, our girls know what we want. We got to keep people in front. We got to be able to move, zigzag, ball pressure. But then we weren't doing a good job of getting foot to foot. They were in such extreme tack mode that our girls were so worried when one girl attacked, 
of helping and then when they kicked it out the next girl attacking that they didn't even help they just stuck with their girl and, and we can't do that we got to get foot to foot also i we got we picked up some silly fouls because we didn't take a charge when teams are driving like that and there was a couple of times they were out of control we were in position but we just didn't take the foul abby hethman had two chances to take a charge and instead you know got a block mm-hmm. abby harder i think she got two also and she was in position Charges are a big deal in basketball. That's a momentum swing. And so we also got to understand that as a team, that if there's an opportunity to take a charge, we need to to get the momentum back on our side. And and that opportunity was present last night, and, and we didn't take advantage of it. Well, Nevada goes down. I lose by three, 47-44. Uh, you're still sitting at 2-1 and one in the conference. For Lamar, that was their conference opener, so they still have five league games to play. Uh, you've got uh, Seneca, Castle, and McDonald County still to play. Third, certainly three very winnable games. So I guess all you can do at this point is uh, go out and get them and see what happens at the end. Absolutely. I mean, our girls I'm, – I'm proud of our girls. Uh, the way that they play, it's fun to watch. Uh, there's no doubt that, you know, our girls are, are playing Lady Tiger basketball. You know, our shots aren't there, but – we're playing and doing things that <clears throat> we want to do, and that's fun and, and you know exciting to see because you can't really you can't really teach kids to work hard. That's that's a want, and our girls want that. And so, with the remainder ga- remaining games that we have, and even the tournaments and other non conference games that we have, they're good games for us. And so, uh, to play in two good back to back tournaments after the Seneca game. Uh, that's what we need, and especially to finish out uh, the remainder of conference, but then to get that push into district. But our girls, I have no doubt today when they come into the gym, they're going to be ready to practice. And it's going to be the anger from last night of, of losing because they know, hey, we could have won this game, and they want, they want to get better. And so they're going to come in, be coachable, and have the right attitude. Well, you got several days to get back in the gym before your next outing. You don't play at the end. You don't play the rest of this week. So, next matchup will be the Seneca Lady Indians uh, next Tuesday night back at uh, Wynn Gymnasium. So that's the next game up. They get a win against Cassville last night. Uh, so uh, talk about uh, the Lady Indians. What do you expect out of them? They return several players from last year. Uh, they have a really good point guard, the Grot John girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she she can score outside. She almost like the 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 point guard, the white girl from uh, Lamar last night. Except she does have an outside game. So um, Ty did a good job on the white girl last night. And then when we made some subs, she had to, she had to guard somebody else, and and we had to put you know maybe an undersized guard on her. But I have no doubt. I, I mean Ty Tylen Hethman's going to guard the Grout John girl. And she's done that for years, the last couple of years. So, I mean, it's, it's not a matchup that is going to be new to anybody. So uh, we have our hands full because they have a couple of shooters also that return. Uh, they have a freshman that uh, likes to stand in the corner and catch and shoot, and she's good at it. But then also they have a post player once again. And, and so it's no different than any other night that we've been playing. I mean, there's good players on the floor. There's shooters on the floor. There's post players on the floor. And – our girls are getting better, and uh, we just got to be ready to go. We got plenty of time to prepare for for Seneca, and like you said, you know, um, a, a good win for them last night against Cassville. With you know, Cassville, they they have a winning record, and you know, so for Seneca to get that, I've already got the film on them. I just got it when I walked into the st- <laughs> the studio a little bit ago. So I mean, 
I'm I'm looking ahead too. I'm ready mm-hmm. to to move on from this and, and learn and and be ready for Seneca next uh, Tuesday night. All right, that'll be coming up uh, next Tuesday. Uh, so about your younger ball clubs uh, a little bit. Uh, they've been seeing a little more action here lately. It's been tough finding them games here really, uh, here recently uh, for a variety of different reasons. But uh, your JV an impressive 35 point win last night, uh, and uh, the C team did lose, but. They had to. They tried to uh, step up and play at a J, your C team played a JV tournament uh, last Saturday. Uh, talk about that experience and how your younger your younger players are coming along. Our C team went down to a JV tournament and went uh, one 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 mm-hmm. uh, last last Saturday. And they're going to play again this Saturday. We have a lot of talent at the younger level, and I mean, even people in the stands came up and are talking about how good our underclassmen are. And so uh, you look from, you know, freshmen to juniors, we do have a pretty solid core. Uh, You know, you have Lake and Applegate, Katie Johnson, you have Kara Phillips, Laney Jackson. uh, I mean, and then you throw Clara, Grace, you know, Abby, Kirsten. I mean, we have a really good underclassman. But then again, I mean, that goes back to what they've been doing in practice. They go against our varsity, our varsity goes against them. And so to see how our varsity has been playing, I mean, that's expected because we're holding those girls to the same accountability as our, our varsity. And they're stepping up to it. You know, they're knocking down shots. They're playing defense the way that we want them to. They're getting up and getting after people. And so when you see that as a head coach, you think, you know, this, this is fun because the future is very bright for the Lady Tigers because, I mean, it, we've had a lot of success over the years, and we want to continue that. And we have this year definitely to continue it, but then, you know, even the future. And so to look at that and see what they have to offer, I'm excited. And it's fun to watch that underclassmen play. Well, uh, for next week, uh, for the next week for Nevada, again, it will be just one game. That will be at home against Seneca next Tuesday. That is part of a girl-boy doubleheader. Uh, we'll talk with Echo Sean Gray about the boys' side of that on his next segment coming up. But a busy week next week for Nevada. Four games scheduled next week. Uh, and we'll come back and talk about the front neck tournament uh, next on next Wednesday's program. But uh, that means does mean you have four games next week. And I'm sure after uh, – well, you played two games this week, but they just had to be back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> but after a week off, I'm sure your girls are going to be ready for a busy week next week. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of a lot of basketball to play, and it's good basketball. I mean, we go four games next week, and then that Monday we go right back into the Clinton tournament. So we got more <laughs> basketball, you know, that for the next two weeks. But that's what we want. I mean, we've been talking early on about game experience, and you know, we're, we're starting to see that development, especially in the uh, what eleven games that we've played now, and we're improving. And so we're going to continue to do that, and, and we're going to continue to take the practice time that we have available and work on the things we need to to come out and, and compete and play hard. All right, wish you the best of luck over the next week, and we'll come back and talk about it next week. Thanks for the time. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Nevada head coach Blake Howarth will come back talk boys basketball. Head coach Sean Gray out of this timeout on Tiger Talk.